Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live, Dallas Trading Floor. It is Tuesday, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of interesting things to report today. Um, oops, wait a minute. We almost had it. We almost had that worked. Well, it didn't quite work, so we've got to get... All right, let's see if we can... Let's see if we can just go back here. My uh, my live on TikTok is uh, once again uh, giving me in giving me fits. So let's just get rid of that and let's get back to the live on TikTok. Trying to get that. Uh, um, all right, let's just change that. There we go. All right. So go to the effects. All this for just a second. Thanks for holding, everybody. We have some interesting, really interesting news today on Bitcoin. It looks as if we may have a tax on Bitcoin, which would be very interesting. Um, don't quite know how the tax is going to work. But uh, that is the, you know, that is the scuttlebutt, at least as part of the, um, you know, as part of the um, infrastructure bill, bill, apparently, it looks as if they may institute a tax on Bitcoin. I don't quite know exactly how it'll work, but uh, this was being reported today on Breitbart. So it's kind of interesting stuff. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to uh, um, kind of put that out there. I just happened to see this and I, I didn't kind of um, kind of totally, you know, kind of off the wall, but very interesting. Um, you know, so basically we may have a situation here very, very soon where cryptocurrency may be taxed. And if it do, if it is, I don't know quite how they would do this, probably on the Bitcoin miners. But if this is taxed, then I think we could possibly see a movement down in um in bitcoin so um so without further ado uh basically the market is in a confirmed uptrend still uh the nasdaq is holding on it's just up slightly but uh it's up nevertheless at 14738 which is looking good uh both the s p and the dow are up today too that's looking kind of good as well the this little bit of a cloud on the horizon of course is the um this bitcoin tax and apparently tom elmer who is a congressman, uh, basically is indicating, he's a congressman from Minnesota, that as part of the infrastructure bill, apparently um, there is a, um, a kind of a kind of a drastic consequences. And, um, you know, basically what he's saying is, of course, this could make, is if we tax crypto uh, and the rest of the world doesn't, that's not good for America. So he's kind of raising the alarm. Now, of course, this is not part of law yet. Part of the infrastructure plan, but you know, basically what happened is, as everybody knows, is they dropped this gigantic bill on the table. Apparently, there's more pages on this thing than there is in the Bible. Can you believe it? And so nobody really knows what's in it. It's kind of like the healthcare bill, kind of these stealth bills. That seems to be the way things things work. This these ways they just they just uh, create huge volumes and then they then they dump and and hide stuff in them. And apparently, hidden in this bill, nobody really knew about it 
is this tax on crypto. So, uh, you know, this this gives me pause to say, you know, maybe we ought to be careful. Maybe we ought to be more careful with crypto right now in terms of, you know, in terms of the way it's uh in, in, in the terms of the way it's it's uh, it's it's shaping up, so you know we just don't kind of know what's going to happen, but uh, it's it's interesting that uh, you know we do have this situation where oops there we go we're sort of we've got some weirdness here oh goodness gracious so oh, we're back okay so we're back to the to the chart man but let's just uh, uh, deal with the grayscale Bitcoin trust now what the grayscale Bitcoin trust is is that I use it as a proxy for Bitcoin. And what it is, is it's, it's basically a, um, you know, it's, 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 it's basically hold 4% of the world's Bitcoin. Let's see if I can get my, my camera back there. Oh, there we go. Well, I've got half a camera. <laughs> so goodness gracious. Yeah, let's see if I can, see if I can click, click back. So maybe, maybe I'll just, just go to the, the chart man here for the camera on the charts. Well, anyways, um, we, it is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust was rallying here. And of course, but it has pulled back. So I think this news could be very dire for, for crypto. Currently, it's trading at about 38,000 to the dollar. So we just don't know. Uh, you know, we just don't kind of know what's going to go on, what's going to happen there, but definitely have this situation where, uh, you know, we might have, um, you know, we might have, we might have some, um, some, some, some. There we go. Let's see if I can add. Well, I can't. I can. I have this very strange. We kind of go over here. Maybe. Oh, there we go. <laughs> go over here, and maybe I can be seen by the screen. So it's kind of strange what's happening here with uh, StreamYard. So I must be not, not doing something correct. So let's see if I can get the, well, there we go. Okay. We've kind of got that. Let's see. Well, no, I've got a split screen, but I don't have the other screen. So remove that. There we go. <laughs> Had a little bit of a technical glitch there. So I apologize for that. Um, you know, I, 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 I apologize for that, uh, that kind of thing. So we're going to go over and share the screen again. Well, hopefully this will work this time. There we go. Okay, super. You know, that's, that's, that's one way of looking at it. That's another way of looking at it. And that's a better way of looking at it. Okay. So anyways, what's happening here with the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is pulling back. And uh, so we might be want to be very, very careful about initiating any new positions in crypto. And I just uh, wanted to put that word out there for everyone. Uh, so that, uh, you know, we want to watch that very, very carefully. Um, stock of the day. I have a very interesting stock that I, you know, I've, I've owned this for a few days now, but uh, really, really think it's doing well. It's a company called Perkin Elmer. PKI is the symbol on it. And the interesting about PKI is uh, it just kind of taken off. And this is really, really interesting. Now, I didn't quite buy it at the buy point. I waited until it moved beyond this former, the, the beginning of the cup formation. The buy point actually was down here at 149. But essentially, it's taken off. It, it, it moved very, very nicely with this handle. And then as it started moving up, I bought 
several positions. I don't have all of them in here, but uh, I have been building a position that's doing very, very nicely. It's up uh, basically today. It's it's up about uh, 0.33%, but it, the volume is very nice and it's moving moving very, very nice, uh, very much higher. Not really a place that you could buy it right at this point, unfortunately. Kind of was a you know quick quick deal because they had excellent earnings and then just kind of taken on up. But uh, look to see this one possibly base out a little bit here. This may give us another opportunity. It's called Perkin Elmer. It's a very, very profitable company. They make gene sequencers. And, of course, gene sequencers are very, very popular when it comes to, um, you know, because of all this uh, COVID stuff and everything. Everybody is buying their equipment. This is kind of a pick and shovels uh, play from this company called Perkin Elmer. And everybody in the world basically buys their equipment from Perkin Elmer. It's sort of state of the art. And a very, very interesting company, Perkin Elmer. And you might want to take a look at it. Just wanted to uh, kind of show you, I did have some interesting things happening in my portfolio. Uh, I did have L Brands. And, of course, uh, I don't know if you were watching this or not, but L Brands has, um, has basically had a stock dividend. What happened was L Brands was the parent company of Victoria's Secret. They, they did a stock dividend. And it's it's now Victoria's Secret and is trading under the symbol VSCO. So it's up today, obviously, but uh, this is not really, you can't really look at this as being the gospel truth here because, because of course, it was a split off from um, from um, bed, bed and um, bed body works. This is this is what they're calling the company now, bed and body works. And then of course they split off Victoria's Secret and the original symbol there was uh, L brand. So that's why this the, the decline here, basically this this declined and this split this off. So it's kind of kind of a rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic kind of thing. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully that'll work out. Hopefully that'll work out pretty good. And anyway, so here's some of the other ones that I'm in. Of course, Nvidia. I did uh, I did get sold out of some of my shares of Nvidia. Not all of them. I had some stops and it did pull back a little bit this morning, but it's back up. DocuSign the same situation down a little bit today, about $3.09 or about 1%. Um, the critical level on DocuSign is about 300 and that's where I have some of my spreads. Uh, and I'm going to maybe readjusting them because I do have a call spread on DocuSign. Uh, and, of course, if you've been on the action trailers, you would have probably seen that uh, call spread on there. And uh, that um, basically is, uh, you know, is... On that, it's uh, it really is looking pretty good still, but it bounced a little bit. We'll see this. Hopefully, this will reverse higher. Again, we talked about bed body bed and bath and body works. Of course, that was L Brands before symbol LB. LB was retired that symbol, and in in its place, BBWI and VSCO. Um, Nike again up again. It's just been very strong. I don't know. I, 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 I've been, I've been, I haven't, you know, I'm not selling my Nike. It just seems to keep on going up. Don't know why, but it has been doing pretty well. Major pullback on lithium motors. I may be out of this one pretty soon. It's kind of pulled back a little bit here, about 2.33%. So I don't know about that one. Robert Half is looking strong. Of course, we talked about Perkin Elmer. Just this one has been just a very good stock and hopefully it'll continue on that, on that way. Um, Boston Scientific, just off slightly, not a lot. AMD, again, this is another stock that just keeps powering higher. Look at that volume, 246% up. So this is almost two and a half times the normal volume. And 
it's moving up about 4.3%. So definitely some big money is accumulating this one. It's probably a little bit late to get into this one. You know, you really wanted to be in there at about, you know, the buy point on this was about 90. It's at about 113 right now. So it's probably a little bit late, but, you know, still a good, really, really good stock. You might, there might be a little bit of a consolidation or pullback. There may be another opportunity to get into that one. The chips are doing very, very well right now. Uh, another one I wanted to put out there that I've been in eh, just for about a week now, but it seems like it's firming up. It's called ST Micro. And basically the symbol on it is STM. The interesting thing about ST Micro is that they're very big in the automotive chip area. That's been an area of a lot of shortages. So this one should do well. Price is $41.98 when the slide was taken. It's up about 5% in volume and up about 1.75% uh, in price. So this is one you might want to put on your radar. I think this is still in the buy zone. So ST Micro STM. Uh, as uh, indicated yesterday, uh, I have been building a position in Tesla once again. It moved past the it moved past a reversal line. It's uh, it's kind of it's kind of in this doldrums from you know 708 to about 7 uh, 711. I'm hoping you know it'll move above about 715 720. Then I think it's going to be free sailing on up to about 780 where there's some more resistance. The only thing about Tesla there's a lot of overhead supply, but uh, I think that people are still moving back into it. So not a bad stock. Um, Snap is down a little bit today. I do have a spread on Snap um, and on Square as well. Uh, this one did move up. This is kind of adjusting. It moved up tremendously yesterday. So I'm not surprised that it's uh, it's adjusting somewhat uh, it down. So we might see that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably see it, you know, kind of, you know, I think it was up three days in a row or four days in a row. And now it's... Um, it's pulling back a little bit. Again, we talk about Victoria's Secret. Of course, that was part of L Brands. And, you know, interesting thing, the uh, retail area has been extremely strong, uh, which is very, very interesting. So, you know, Nike has done well for me and also this L Brands, which then split into two companies, B, um, uh, Bed and Body Works and then Victoria's Secret. All right. So um, just kind of put this out there for everyone. We do have a special Discord service where we start off the trading day and we, we trade all the way through until I come on live today at uh, basically every day at about 2.30 Central Time, about 3.30 Eastern. So uh, it's kind of nice. Uh, you know, we talk about things. We put out special, uh, you know, special um, ideas out there. We put out a very, very nice ready list. Uh, and uh, that went out there. And those, these are about 51 stocks that are just ready to go. And I do always like to buy from the ready list because it is it is potentially a very, very good thing. We may be putting this out to the members of the uh, Action Trade Alerts, uh, but we haven't made the decision on that. But uh, if we do, uh, it will probably go out uh, tonight or tomorrow, uh, depending on how uh, everything goes. Technically, if we were able to get it, <laughs> we were able to get it up there. And one of the nice things about the ready list is that it, uh, you know, we, we probably will do access to the ready list and uh, give everyone an idea of kind of where the buy buy zones are for everything, and if they're in the buy zone or not, and the kind of pattern that they're in. But we haven't made a decision on that. In order to get that, of course, you have to be a member of the Action Trade Alerts. Very, very easy to do. Of course, and this is free, by the way. This is our free service. And this is at www.dallastradingfloor. So if you're looking online and you just want to sign up for the free Action Trade Alerts, easy to do. Just go to 
www.dallas trading floor and uh if you're on tiktok just hit the hit, hit the um my profile click on the link and you'll get right to the uh, dallas trading floor um menu so that you can you definitely do that so that's that's kind of a kind of a good thing all right so now that i have yammered on let's uh take some questions thank you so much for holding uh, any stock splits that we can get in? And, you know, I'm always looking for stock splits. As you, as probably everyone knows here, I really, really like stock splits. And why do I like them? Well, one of the reasons I like them, of course, is um, is that we have um, when a stock split happens. Typically, if a stock is splitting, you know, like two for one or whatever, like we typically um, they will not split a stock that's not good. So typically, when a stock splits. You get, um, you you know, you get a potential of, you know, making some money on that because typically only only stocks that are very good will split because, you know, you don't want to split a stock that's going down because then then you you decrease the price tremendously. So here's what um, here's what I'm doing with stocks. But thank you very very much for that question. If you're on the action trade alerts, I always am trying to put out on the action trade alerts if there's a split coming up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'll pr probably put out the split calendar um, for everybody on action trade alerts. Uh, split calendar. And see if there's any any good ones in there that are potential. But you got to be on the, uh, on, on the action trade alerts. So please go to www.dallastradingfloor. So let me just kind of show you how it looks. And by the way, it looks the same on it. It, it looks it looks the same on um, uh, online as it, it, it looks the same as it looks the same on uh, online as it does on the um, you know on the mobile devices. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I kind of give you an idea of kind of what it looks like, where to go, that kind of whole thing. Uh, we got going on there. So basically, this is well, how the website looks. This is the Dallas Trading Floor website. Not, not too exciting. It's kind of monotone. But for the free actions here, you just need to fill out here, first and last name, email address, and then hit that subscribe button, and then you'll be good to go. By the way, just want to show you uh, our very exciting Dallas Trading Floor bug. So when you're trading, you can you can have your nice beverage in the morning with your Dallas trading floor mug. And I actually, I'm going to show you my Dallas trading floor mug. I think you can see that there. I don't know if you can, let me hold oh, up there, hold it up. Yeah. I got to hold it up a little bit higher. There it is. Dallas trading floor mug. So that's available at for six 95 and there is a shipping fee. Unfortunately, they don't ship it for free. So it's five sixty for each mug that you ship. So $6 so is a good price and five fifty not so much, but that's my price. So I just pass it on. This is the Dallas Trading Floor mug. So I just thought you might be interested in that, uh, in that mug. So uh, if you want to get on that action trade alerts, that's that's how I communicate with everyone when we have these these sort of these sort of sort of things like splits coming up and that kind of thing. So that's a great way to to keep informed. I don't have anything right as we speak. Um, so, but I'm going to be doing a little bit of research tonight. So if you're on the list. I will definitely get it out to you. All right. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, let's look at M-Y-G-N. Let's go over here. All right. M-Y-G-N. So let me pull up those 
that info. And pulling up my charts now. By the way, everybody, I use MarketSmith, which um, it's kind of a, kind of pricey, but it's I really really like it. So, and I'm used to it, and it has a lot of nice features on it. Unfortunately, it's not the cheapest software in the world, but there are some really good free sites like StockCharts.com. You can get their free plan that are excellent charting software. But it's a good idea to get into to to um, you know it's a good idea to kind of get into the habit of always looking at the chart before you buy it or sell it because it'll tell you a lot of it'll tell you a lot of information about you know about what what it's going on. So when I first look at a chart, I always see that to look first of all I look at to see how is the chart trending in general. I typically go over to the weekly chart here and I look at and this chart this is a very good trend. Look at that. It's moving up. It's going from low to high or Los Angeles to New York. That's what I kind of like. It's also right at a buy point. There's a consolidation buy point, a buy point on this one, 33.97. Currently, it's at 34.96. So it is right now at a very good place. Now, what you want to always look at is probably the weekly chart initially and then flip on over to that daily chart to see kind of where the entry is. Well, guess what? We are right at a buy point. So this is absolutely viable right at this moment. So that indeed is a, a very good, that is a very, very good thing. It is definitely a viable chart as we speak. Uh, and uh, it, it definitely can be, um, can be bought at this point. Let's look at the checklist to see. Kind of, yeah, this is a good checklist, 78%. The only thing it's lacking on is the earnings per share needs to be a little bit higher. We'd like to see it in the top 20%. And this, the uh, sales percentage, we, we don't want to see that moving a little bit higher, too. But that's not uncommon for biotech stocks. Biotech, there's more biotech stocks than there are any, any other stocks out there. And, of course, the stock that we're talking about currently is MYGN. That's the symbol. And the, uh, the, um, um, the, it's, My, it's Myrad Genetics. That's the name of the company. And... Uh, so basically, it is at a place where we could possibly buy uh, this stock right now. It's right at a buy zone. So very, very good uh, suggestion here. Um, everything is pretty much lined up on this one. Typically, I don't. This one was not on my radar. I guess it it might have been MYGN. This might have been on the ready list. I have to check this, but uh, definitely looking very good. Uh, very, and you could definitely buy it at this point. This is a proper buy point. And uh, if you do if you do buy it at this level, you want to make sure that you set your stop loss. Where I would set my stop loss is at the is at the 50 day line, and that is currently. Let's look. Let's get that price for you. So if you did buy it here, you'd want to set that stop loss at about uh, 30.65. About 30.65. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set an alert in there at 30.65, and that shows you that is currently approximately where the uh you know where where that stop loss should be set is right about there and that's the that's the 50 day moving average so very very good stock matt thank you for bringing thank you for bringing it to everyone's attention I, that's a very good stock that was not on my radar screen but boy i appreciate that uh, that's definitely definitely one that's worth that's viable right now so very good very good um are there any stocks you hold long term here's how it works <laughs> That's a great question. Thank you very, very much. I'm primarily a stock trader, but 
I do hold stock front. I, I do. If a stock will continue to move up, I will hold it long term. And I kind of, you know, long term with me is basically less than less than 90 days. Now, typically, I like to buy a stock after it's come out of earnings. So hopefully uh, we have, you know, we have some good earnings Then I like to hold it till the next earnings. Now, if I'm up more than 10% in that stock, then I will consider holding it through earnings. Otherwise, I'll probably sell it because I want to preserve my gain. So typically when you have earnings, sometimes those stocks will move up, but many times they'll pull back. So to preserve some of those gains, I like to buy them right after earnings and then hold them basically until earnings. So I typically like to hold about 90 days. Maybe I'll hold more if the stock is really, really good. Last year, I was I, I bought and sold um, I bought and sold Tesla I believe 22 23 times I'm not sure, but I rode it all the way up from its breakout at uh, 361 uh, all the way up to where it ended up uh, basically um, splitting for uh, splitting um, four for one and uh, then uh, you know from from there so um, you know that that's been my my game plan. Uh, I will hold a stock a long term, but uh, typically only, oops, only if it, uh, it it is contending to go up. So what I do is I just continue to push my stop loss up. I'm having a little bit of trouble with my camera once again. Hopefully I'm going to get a new new interface card that will take care of the problem. Well, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to get that back. So let's go back to some of the charts. All right. So there we go. All right. So I have the chart man up there. Okay. So that's basically my story there. Let's look at Tesla. And of course, I was just talking about Tesla. Uh, I did ha I did create a I did move into a second position on Tesla today. Well, yesterday, and it is it is continuing to move higher. So that indeed is a good thing. I mean, we definitely have moved beyond this reversal line. This is the reversal line that I put in on the twenty seventh of uh of july and, and i drew this because this is the line that i needed to move beyond if tesla moves beyond this line that means it's in a confirmed uptrend as you can see this is sort of how it works very interesting up until the 27th tesla was in a downtrend and then on the 27th it moved right above this reversal line that we put in here so it is indefinitely in an uptrend and it has moved to 710. There is a key, there's some key supply at about 720. So if we can get beyond about 720, then we possibly will be relatively free sailing, say, uh, sailing up until about 780. That's kind of what I'm looking at in terms of the, um, in, in terms of the, uh, in, in terms of that. So right now, I definitely think, you know, it's a little bit early to be in Tesla. It's not a perfect buy point. Uh, this is not actually a, a, a buy point. This is a reversal, so it's a little bit different. You know, basically, this is this is a secondary buy point. This is not a primary buy point. Primary buy point, of course, would be uh, if it was um, if it, if it if it was off of a base like a cup, cup with handle, consolidation or or thereabouts. Um, so this is not as good a this is not a good a buy as good a buy point. It is a reversal. I basically waited and waited, as you can see, I waited. A long time, basically, you know, I was I basically sold out at the top because I had stop losses. Now I wouldn't have known that it was the top, but what happened was, 
as it started to pull back, that's when my stop losses kicked in, and that's where I sold out. But then I wasn't able to buy until really very, very recently. I just started really to buy. I made a buy half position on Friday and then a half position on Monday. I haven't bought it yet, haven't bought it since then, but uh, that's kind of been the uh, you know that's that's kind of been how I've I've uh, I've been I've been uh, playing it. So right now I think you kind of take a wait see. Um, it is moving you know it is moving up. It's relatively weak volume, uh, but it it you know I wouldn't I wouldn't go in with a full position here. I would wait a little bit. Uh, let's see if it can move above about uh, 720. That's a key that's a key number for me. 720 or so. There is a consolidation right here at about 700. And about so between 700 and 710, we're kind of range bound here a little bit. Let's go over the weekly chart to see kind of if there's anywhere we can sort of possibly look at, you know, uh, it, it possibly look at getting in there. But I do believe that, you know, above about 720, I think we're going to see the higher high again. So you might want to hold off until it moves through about 720. Then I think you might be able to to buy it at that time. So it's, it's not easy to buy. It's not easy to buy this one. Let's look at Moderna. Of course, this is, uh, their symbol is MRNA. MRNA is the symbol of that one. Of course, that's what the process is that they use. Uh, interestingly enough, the MRNA patents are a guy by the name of Robert Malone. So I don't know if we're related or not. That would be great if we were. I don't think we are. <laughs> He's much too smart for me. But Robert Malone has one of the some of the original uh, patents on this uh, mRNA technology that's used by both Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, is it viable? Well, boy, it is moving very nicely. It's up. And, and you know, they definitely are They're going to be raising their prices. They had blowout earnings, as you can see. No, uh, and, uh, last quarter and uh, this quarter, the earnings are probably going to do very, very well. But here's the thing. I do believe that there's a lot of anticipation on Moderna. So Here's what I would do with this. I probably would not buy Moderna into the earnings. I'm gonna. I want to. I want to wait until after the earnings. My guess is it's very, very likely to pull back after earnings because, you know, that old saying. Uh, you know, <laughs> buy on rumors, sell on news. Well, I think the news is likely to be very, very good, but we could have these very, very uh, severe. You know pullbacks. Um, you, you know here their 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 profits were up 900%, and there was a pullback the same last quarter. So the tradition of <coughs> this stock is to, is to be either even or pullback on earnings. So a lot of uh, anticipation on this particular stock. So here's what I would do: we're two days into earnings. I would not buy this until if I was buying just the shares, I would wait until we have come through earnings. So that's kind of kind of my advice on that would be to wait until we've come through earnings uh, and, uh, in, and and do something then. Okay. The question is, thanks, um, Nima, thank you very much, is SQ actionable uh, considering their breakout of Thursday? Let's look at it. I actually have SQ. I don't have the shares. I have a spread on it. I have a bull put spread, and I'm doing quite well on that. I may... Uh, it, it does seem to be, you know, adjusting a little bit. Let's take a look at the chart. Uh, it does seem to be adjusting a little bit. You know, it, it, it pulled very nicely when it had this beautiful earnings per share. It really, it really moved up nicely. Just come through earnings. It was basically their sales were up 
8%, but their profits, and that's really what the key is, were up 287%. So Moderna's, so uh, Square is looking very, very good. But the question is, is it actionable right now? Well, here's the thing. It is below the buy zone, but it is above the reversal. Now, what do I mean by that? <laughs> what do I mean? Well, I made my first buy. I made my first buy on this spread when it moved beyond this reversal line. I, I do like to do that if I'm coming into earnings. That's exactly what I did. I put my spread on it right there. And then we did, we, it did quite do quite well, moved, moved up, but it's now it's adjusting a little bit. Could you buy it at this level? Well, I definitely think you could buy at this level, but I wouldn't buy any more than a half a position. I would not buy a full position at this level. And then I would wait until Square moves above $283.15. And, uh, and why would I do that? Because that's the buy point. So that's what I would do. I would consider possibly doing a half position now and then going with a full position. But you can't tell because before it gets beyond this resistance, it's going to be a little bit more vulnerable to pulling back. But this has a tremendous checklist. It's a 100% checklist. So I'm pretty confident with Square that it's going to go higher. Uh, it, anytime something pulls up, it's going to readjust. And then hopefully once the weekends are are taken out, it'll move a little bit higher. And that's definitely, I think, what's going to go on here with Square. So very, very good stock. I have it in my portfolio. I don't have the actual shares. I have a spread on this. And of course, if you're interested in some of these spreads, I do put them out uh, from time to time. We put them out here uh, as I'm doing them. I'm trying to get a better system to show you how I'm entering the spread where I'm entering the spread and kind of how I'm closing the spread. So I'm working on a little spreadsheet that is a little bit easier to, to navigate than the one we've got now. It's sort of hit or miss and I, I want to get it a little bit better, but that is a fantastic question. And I definitely think that Square is actionable. It is an excellent, excellent stock. So um, I definitely think you could buy it right now and then you could possibly move it as it moves above that buy point. So let's take a look at some people from TikTok. Thank you very much. Uh, hi there, question. I thought Bitcoin was already taxed. Um, there's going to be a, a new tax on it. Yes, actually, I'm glad you brought this up. Don't quite know what the situation is going to be with Bitcoin. I, does, I don't know. I just got wind of this like literally before the show. And I'm like, whoa, this is a big deal because a lot of people you know, are trading Bitcoin. And if, and if it's taxed, if the Bitcoin miners are taxed, that's how I think the tax is going to work. I, just, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but it's part of that infrastructure bill. Um, so Bitcoin currently is not taxed. I mean, you can, that's, that was the whole, that's the whole point of Bitcoin is that you can own it without, uh, without, you know, without having, not, there's no transaction tax. Now, obviously on in dollars, there's no transaction tax. The transaction ta taxes are taken out in dollars, but to buy or sell with dollars, there's no tax on it. I'm not sure exactly how the how the Bitcoin tax potentially will work. It's not part of the law yet, but it's buried in this huge infrastructure bill. So it it it's it uh, and and the, this congressman in Minnesota raised the raised it because he said, "Look, there's there's a there's a tax on this thing," and one of the great things about Bitcoin, at least supposedly, was that it was going to be much more impervious to you know central bank kind of. Um, manipulation that seems to be it seems to be drawing all kinds of issues there of course as you know the chinese are cracking down on bitcoin miners and also um so that's going on and i think that it, this is a this is a coordinated attack 
by many of the central banks. They don't want a currency that's outside of their control. Remember, uh, with, the, with the U.S. dollar, they can print more but just by monetizing the debt, which they've been doing. All other currencies are like that. Now, there is one, of course, exception, and that is gold. And, uh, you know, gold has proven over, the, you know, 5,000 years to be a, a pretty good inflation hedge. I don't know if it's going to be so this time. Just don't know. The price of gold has not been keeping up as well as we would have liked. But, um, you know, Bitcoin seems to be, you know, it's it seems to be uh, a, a kind of an interesting interesting phenomenon. I think part of the reason that Square is doing so well is because they were one of the companies that was going to uh, accept Bitcoin as, along with uh, with PayPal. But uh, there are also some very troubling things there. Uh, you know, apparently PayPal is shutting down some people in transactions, uh, and and they're 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 trying to they're trying to shadow bound them just like they do with social media. So that may be a problem. Uh, that's one of the reasons why Bitcoin. Is, is out there, of course, um, you, you know, that one of the reasons it's gained its popularity is because of that. So um, it's it's really unsure what's going to happen, uh, but I would be very careful about moving into new Bitcoin positions right now. I just would be very, very careful because of this, this, this sort of clouds on the horizon. All right, great. VSCO, hold uh, or pull profits? Good question. You know, I I kind of want I kind of looking to hold this. This is of course Victoria's Secret, and this was part of the split. It was actually not a split. It was a it was a it was a stock dividend. Basically, what happened was L Brands spun off Victoria's Secret. I want to show you. This is just the first day of trading, so you can't really tell much from this. It basically came out of the gate, and uh, it looks like it's done pretty well. It's up after hours. Uh, you know, I have I have a little bit of it, not a lot. Um, well, I guess it came out about forty five. Wow, it went up. That's a lot. It went up eleven dollars a share. So I'm pretty happy. I guess that I, that I got in on that. I think you probably want to hold it. It probably is going to pull off. There's probably going to be a sell off. I may be putting in a stop loss, maybe at you know fifty five or sixty. I haven't decided yet. I'm going to make a decision on that uh, tonight. Uh, and of course, the other uh, the the other um, sort of companion one here is uh, Bath and Body Works BBWI oh, I think it's BBW oh and it's still not up yet that that that's that will start trading tomorrow uh, I don't think it starts trading tomorrow I guess uh, Victoria's Secret tra started to trade today and then um, BBWI will trade tomorrow so I'm I'm looking probably to hold on to both of them at least for right now, and uh, that's kind of I, I did. L Browns has been a very good company for me, so I uh, I definitely think I'll probably hold on to them, at least for now. Um, but uh, stay tuned on that definitely. W uh, UAA is Under Armour. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, we're we're going for the we're going to the underwear one underwear place. We've got Victoria's Secret. We've got Under Armour. Wow, this is uh this they they really came out of they, I guess you know during the pandemic you know you can't have too much underwear that's for sure, so Under Armour's looking pretty darn good. Look at that, their earnings were up tremendously, one seventy seven. So let's kind of look to see. I want to look at how their sales did. Wow, good. Their sales were up ninety one percent, and their profits and this is the key up 177%. So, wow, that's looking pretty good. The question is, is it viable? Well, it's definitely not at a buy point. That's for sure. 
UAA is definitely not in a buy point, but it does have a good checklist. 89 is looking pretty darn good. Um, could you buy it at this level? Well, let's see if there's a reversal. Uh, okay, I'm going to draw the reversal line. And, and by the way, this is how you do it. You go to the very peak here, and then you draw it through the intermediate top. There you go. So, yeah, this is definitely reversed. If you, if you put the reversal line in there, you know, this is a potential early buy point. Interestingly enough, it's pulled above that 50-day line. So absolutely, this you could absolutely buy Under Armour <laughs> at this point. And look at those, look at that sale. So I'm going to put that one on my uh, on my radar screen. UAA. That's looking pretty good. This is in a very good group. Uh, this this apparel clothing manufacturers has been improving steadily. So that is looking like a potential very nice pattern. That's a very, very good one, Kerry. Um, this this wouldn't be a bad buy right here. I think this is probably going to move higher. Possibly, uh, you know, possibly, you know, 6 to 10 to $20 higher. So UAA, that's looking very good. It, uh, it it basically has an 89 checklist. It's just moved past that that reversal line that I put in there. So it's looking looking better. Now, just so you know kind of what I'm doing here, it seems kind of like I'm, I'm just drawing lines and it's all crazy. But what a reversal line is, is that we always want to buy a stock as it's moving to a new high. Now, right now, uh, for, for a while there, of uh, uh, Under Armour had peaked up here and then it had been it had been retreating. Now it's starting to see some strength and it's moving it's moving up. Now it went past the 21 day line. It's a, it's on the 50 day line, but more importantly, it moved above this trend line. And, and because it did that, that means that it's moving higher. So that's potentially a buy. This would be a very, this is not a, uh, this is a secondary buy point. It's called a reversal line, a reversal. Typically we would want to buy at what we consider to be um, primary buy points. And that's going to be like this. This is a consolidation pattern. We want to buy as it's moving to a higher high, but we could sort of start to start to build a position here as it reverses. So looking very, very good on Under Armour, and it is you could possibly buy it there. I wouldn't buy a full position, but it's reversed higher, so it's looking pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Um, thanks very much. Um, let's look at FLGT. Let's see what FLGT is. I don't know what it is. FLGT. You know, I know a lot of these these flugrant flugrant is that right? Flugrant genetics. You know, I am. I I will be the first to admit that I am not an expert when it comes to these genetic stocks. I mean, these genetic stocks for me are difficult to. Um, you know, the, these stocks are difficult for me to 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 figure out. Sometimes I sometimes have to. You know. Uh, because they, they tend to be very spiky. They tend not to make any money, and then all of a sudden they, they come out with a great uh, invention, and uh, they, uh, they, you know, they shoot up. But uh, right now, this chart, I'm not liking this chart, unfortunately, because I do see it still in this kind of this trend, and it's a downward trend. I don't like to see. I don't really want to buy it at that level, though we're starting to see the relative strength line move up. And it's at 95. So let's see, can we buy this thing? Well, let's look at it. Let's look at that weekly. Let's look at the daily. Let's check. Look at, look at the checklist and see. Well, it's not a bad checklist. I'll be honest with you. It's a little bit, you know, this is kind of concerning. I don't really want to buy this 
and here's why I don't want to buy this. I typically want to buy something as it's going, as it's high or going higher. Currently, this is more than 15% off of its all-time high. So I would watch list this one, even though we had some very good action here. It's also only two days to earnings, so I just probably don't want to take it at risk here with this one. I want to wait to see how it does on earnings. Now, if this moves up strongly on earnings and it moves up above about 122.40, 122.93, that's this high here, then I think you could possibly consider it. But right now, I think you can't. I really think you have to be careful because it is not at earnings and it still needs to get a little bit stronger. So I would watch this FLGT. Let's look at 10G. I think that's that's also a genetics one. 10, I'm sorry, 10B, excuse me. And that is, uh, oh, Tenable Holdings. Um, okay, six cybersecurity. Okay, this is a little bit tougher too. This is a little bit thinner stock. I typically like to trade stocks that have a little bit more liquidity. So let's take a look at the liquidity on this one. Yeah, the average volume is about a million shares. Uh, and the float is, okay, so it's about 86 billion. Trades about a minute. This is about the minimum liquidity that I would look at. Uh, does We do have a lot of funds in this, so that's kind of good. And we do have cash flow. This is also excellent. And about 66% funds. So definitely have a lot of interest there. It looks like it just came through earnings. And it looks like earnings were very good. Yeah, they absolutely were. The uh, the sales were up 21%, and the, the profits were up 125%. So all that's looking pretty good. Uh, checklist is good, you know, and uh, the security area, I do like this, the software security area. But, you know, I think we might be able to find a better stock that's in this, the, in this particular area. What I've done is I've moving over to the entire group. This is the entire computer software security group. And I just want to look at the leaders. Obviously, the leaders is FTNT. This is Fortinet. You know what? And I had this one, and I sold it. Ouch. Ugh. Sometimes you can't, can't get a break. But this is probably the one you want. Unfortunately, this one is doesn't really have a buy point. But if I were looking in this area, and I know this is an expensive stock. You know, you're looking at 296 uh, this one is the one you probably want, and uh, it, it looks like it has just gone through earnings. Earnings were very good on it, up 30% in sales, 14% in profit. So that's probably the one I would pick instead of TENB, but, but TENB <coughs> is not bad. I definitely would not buy FLGT, but I might consider TENB. Uh, but, but really, both of them are sort of watch list stocks, and uh, I think that that you know, could be a concern. I mean, that, 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 that could absolutely be a concern there. So let's uh, take a look at some of the TikTok people. Thank you for waiting. Uh, which stock can you buy? Oh, what about AMC? Okay, this is the ultimate meme stock, as everybody knows. And uh, boy, when I was lo you know, younger, which was a long time ago when dinosaurs were ruling the earth, I think, I really loved to go to AMC because they had... Back in those days, I was uh, at, uh, living in Northern Virginia, and there was a place called Tyson's, a you know, AMC Tyson's, and I think they had eight theaters. Boy, that was exciting, i tell you. <laughs> we lived such an exciting life. Anyways, the AMC stock, at least for the, the meantime, has been, unfortunately, in this downward trend. Now, I did put a, I did put a reversal line on it, 
hoping that it would move above the reversal line. That unfortunately has not been the case. We've been in a little bit of a decline. The relative strength is still still strong. I think that many of the ape army are still hanging on to this, and they probably will for a long time. I think that you know they they probably were buying in the lot lot lower than this. They're probably buying in the five and six dollar uh, price range on this one. Uh, it's up a little bit after hours. I think that you know that seems to be holding strong. Um, unfortunately, the the uh, sales were not as good as we would have liked uh, last quarter. They are going to be having sales in six days. So my, you know, my, my uh, kind of my, uh, my advice on this one would probably to be to skip it just because, uh, you know, just because it, uh, it, it's, you know, it's pulling back. I'm afraid to say what, um, what are average yearly gains on percentage trading like this? Well, you know, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, I do put out uh you know, I I, uh, I do put out in the small portfolio basically how I'm trading, uh, you know, and what my percentages are. But typically, when you trade this way, uh, this is called swing trading. You can expect if you if you have the right uh, if you if you're in the right issues, you can extract anywhere from about um, one to two percent a week uh, on this one, or about three to seven percent a month. So, um, you know, in a good you know, last year was a tremendous year. I was up about eighty five percent. On this, of course, that was unusual. I, I was concentrated in Tesla. I had some very good issues like Viva Systems, and I did very, very well. And I used margin, um, but I was up about 85%. Matter of fact, it was enough to pay off my house. I, I actually retired my mortgage last year, basically trading this way. Uh, this year, not quite as up as much, but uh, currently, uh, the fir in the first two quarters, we're up um, a little bit over. Um, we're, we're right about 20%, so we're on track to do about um, about 40, uh, 40%, 40 to 45% gain this year. Now, the three quarters, three, three, three of the months, February, March, and April, very, very bad months, and the, and the, and the market was in a decline. So I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy about this. Uh, I can show you the last months. Let me see if I can pull that up so we can see it. This is um, this is a demonstration portfolio that that I um, that I show everyone uh, how I'm trading, and this is uh, I'm going to show you the results here in just a second. There we go. I'm going to I'm going to pull that up. There we go. And this is basically what they call the small portfolio. And there we go. It, it takes a second for it to pull the information, but this is uh, this is the current positions uh, that I'm in in the small portfolio. But this this was basically, and I'm, I'm down a little bit. Uh, this was last month. This is last month, as you can see, uh, on this. And there's about a $16,000 balance in this account. Uh, and we started basically about two years ago with 8000 so we've doubled it. Uh, but as you can see, I had, you know, so there are definitely some losers here. 2% down there, 7% down there. But you notice that these are all relatively small. You'll notice my, my winners, like DocuSign, are up about 21 to 23% each time. So... Those winners, you see, I take when I when when anything hits about twenty percent, I start taking profits. Now, sometimes I will take them lower than that. I did take a profit on Santander, just just a just a wash, and then, but overall, uh, we were up. Uh, this is this is how this is how we've done last month. So if you if you if you divide this out, we're up about three and a half percent, three and a half to four percent for the month of July. So if we were able to do that every 
every month, and hopefully we're able to do that or better every month, you can you can kind of add up the the numbers, and you'll come out with about about 40 to 45 to 50 percent uh, return. And this, of course, is uh, this is doing what they call swing trading. Now, current my current positions, as you can see, I have a large cash position because I did sell some of the underperforming issues, as you can see. I sold NVIDIA basically for a $1.83 gain, not a whole lot. Uh, and also DocuSign tripped my very tight stop at 2%. So I got out of that. But what I do every time is that I find when I get out of issues like that, I look to see what is doing the best. Currently, my best performer is Nike. I've had it for 40 days and it's up 12%. Uh, AMD, of course, I've only been in this six days and yet I'm up 9%. By pushing the stop loss here, I'm, I'm preserving this profit. Now, hopefully, we'll have a good we'll have a good report on Tesla and uh, and ST, ST Micro. We're down a little bit on applied materials. Hopefully, that'll turn around. If they underperform, typically for two or three weeks, I will sell them typically and move them into better issues. So that kind of gives you an idea of how I trade and you know kind of where I'm trading, uh, you know, and, and kind of what you can do what, what you can do there. All right, uh, let's look at General Electric. By the way, uh, I always like to mention General Electric because Larry Culp, uh, I went to school with Larry Culp. He's now the CEO of General Electric. Now, he was behind me in school. He was much smarter than me, <laughs> that's for sure. But he is he was the head of a company called uh, a, company, uh, a company called Danaher, which also did very, very well space in the Washington, D.C. area. I went to Washington College in Chestertown, Maryland, just about 90 miles from there. Um, but anyways, Larry Culp is a very, very, he's one of the, I think I think when, when records are, are written a few years from now, I think Larry Culp will be at the top of some of the best managers in the United States, in, 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 in the last uh 10 or 20 years. He's, 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 he's terrific. He's really, really organizing it. And do I think it's a buy? Not yet, but boy, I tell you, when, when, when I get a buy signal on this one, I'm going to go in with two hands because I think with Larry Culp uh, in there, I think that, you know, they're, they're turning things around and they're doing, they're doing good stuff. Um, so basically what happened was they just went through earnings. Look at this. Now, now Larry is starting to turn things around. You'll notice their sales are only up 9%, which for, for General Electric is tremendous because remember, they have so many divisions. But look at their profit, up 136%. This is definitely, this is all Larry. Well, not all Larry, but this is Larry Culp's management. Larry Culp, I do believe, is one of the best uh, CEOs out there right now of any company anywhere in the world. So... And I'm very proud to know, very very proud to have gone to school with them. So, anyways, that's my little, my little, uh, my little thing here. Now, right now, we're um, the funds are are sort of underinvested in uh, General Electric, and the reason is they just have to get back to more profitability. Uh, that's been an issue with them. The return on the equity is a little bit low right now, two percent, but they're starting to get their cash flow going. Now, remember, look at this. All of these quarters before. We were seeing declining sales. We're starting to see increasing sales in a pandemic. So this is this is Larry Culp's management. You'll notice the uh, the profitability was very very mixed. It's taken you know it's it's taken Larry you know a little over a year and a half. And I don't you know it's still an ongoing thing the restructuring. But I do like this company. I do do like this company. Now, am I owner of it? No, but I'm getting ready to buy it because it's got a very nice checklist. Seventy eight percent. Is this thing going to rocket to the moon? 
Well, it, I don't think this is going to be a, you know, a, a Virgin Galactic or anything like that. But I do think that this is a very good company. Look at the relative strength. It's moved up to 84. Now, typically, I'm looking to buy, I'm looking to buy uh, at 80 or better. If you'll notice, there's a little Easter egg down here. This means abnormally high, per, uh, ab abnormally high um, bu uh, buying, uh, buying and selling activity since the last. Uh, since, since the last earnings report. So we are possibly looking at uh, some more stuff coming in here. So this is a watch list stock right now. I wouldn't buy it, but uh, you know, you know, it's funny, interesting. This was a, this was a down component for like 120 years, no longer. It's part of the S and P 500, but it's a very, very large company. And uh, it, it has, it's, it's restructuring. Uh, but I think that you definitely should be on your watch list. And uh, believe me, uh, when when uh, the coast is clear on this one, I am going to definitely be jumping in with both hands. And right now, not so much, uh, just because there are other. There's a little bit better merchandise out there right now, but I think when GE uh, turns the corner, I think it's going to be a very very good thing. So uh, Airbnb, we're getting close to uh, to an hour, so I may have to maybe this last one or two questions here. But let's look at Airbnb A, B, and B. Now here's the thing about Airbnb. Um, I've stated Airbnbs, uh, but I don't know if I would be an owner of their stock, just because I think it's a great idea. But I think that the minute that you know it gets super profitable, you're going to see a lot of the big boys come in from you know like Hilton and all the big all the big uh, hotel companies. It is still in a downward trend and has not pulled above this trend line. So. And this is the trend line that I've had on it for a while. So here's the thing: I do have an alert on it if it if it if it does if it does move higher, but currently it is in a downward trend. It has pulled up to the 50-day line, and with earnings in nine days, I think you just can't buy it right here. I just don't think it's a good stock, uh, at least for right now. All right, um, I think we're going to go the last question, and let's see. <coughs> I think we talked a little bit of oh snap. Down 0.73 percent. Um, okay, let's look at SNAP. Did we just? I think we did SNAP. Um, yeah, well, let's let's look at SNAP. I do have a spread on it. Um, you know, less than a percent. That's not a lot for it to come down. Uh, yeah, there we go. Thank you, Kayleen. Um, no, we're just we're just basically at the buy point here, 73.59. We're at 73.15. It's having a little bit of an issue. You see, again, it's pulled back. But here's the thing that I like about this. I think SNAP may go higher, and I'll tell you why. As you can see, the, the volume is decreasing. Now, we did, we've definitely had selling volume here, as you can see. But, the, uh, it, but as the price goes down, the selling volume is drying up. So that's telling me that we're very close to a situation where the weak hands will not be taking the bids anymore. So... I do think that we're likely to see a movement up here as we've touched the 10-day line. So I don't think, uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, um, uh, Snap is, I think Snap may may snap back as it were <laughs> here based on this chart. Well, we'll see. But I wouldn't be a seller right here because I do think it can move up and move up much higher. And it's right at the buy zone. It's right at the buy point. So I think that's looking fairly, fairly good. All right. Um, I think this is the last question, unfortunately, for today. Gosh, we've got, I didn't get to everybody. Uh, it's, let me just take it the best question that I can. Jimmy, by OM analysis. 
Oh, so far so good. Great. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Robin Hood is up to date. Yes, absolutely. How does AAP? Okay. <coughs> Let's look at AAP because this is on my, this is on the, this is on the uh, ready list. And by the way, what the ready list is, is these are stocks that I'm getting ready to buy. And uh, I'm going to probably be putting them out. This is looking very, very nice. Um, uh, typically in times of uncertainty, auto parts companies do very, very well. And advanced auto parts is definitely in that category. It's moved above the 210.18 buy point here. It's right in the buy zone. So this is actually actionable as we speak. It's it's a uh, 215.40. Now, uh, can we buy it at this level? Well, I definitely think we can. The checklist is very good, but it's a little bit off on the relative strength and a little bit off on earnings. But still, <coughs> other than that, just everything else lines up very, very nicely with this. One thing I want to point out is that the retail sector has been doing extremely well right now, and currently the retail auto parts sector is 12 out of 197. So this is one of the best sectors. So like taking a look at the, uh, you know, at, um, uh, you know, at this sector, and hopefully it'll work. No, well, I guess I can't do that. Um, this stock is definitely, definitely viable. And uh, so you can definitely buy this right now. It's in the buy zone. Very, very good area to buy in. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get everybody to everybody's question. Um, you know, I try to get it through as many symbols as I can in a day. But here's the thing. Uh, if you consider, you know, offline, if you're looking to buy or sell something, you might want to consider the Discord room because I try to, you know, um, respond as quickly as I can in the Discord room. Basically, you know, uh, we start basically at the beginning of the day and then run through the day until, uh, until, um, until the show. And uh, if you have any questions that I try to answer, and we have a lot of great traders in there too, and they also share information as well. So um, that's something that you might want to look into. It's the Discord room, and it is it is our pay service, but uh, easy to get uh, involved with that. Just www.dallastradingfloor.com, and you'll see the sign up for it. And if, if you go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, You'll also see our sign up for the Action Trade Alerts and just need the first and last name and a email address. And of course, that is free and it says free on it. So it definitely is. And then we have the paid Discord service as well. So I will be back tomorrow at about 2.30, hopefully, if everything <laughs> if everything is technically is working with my machine. And I'll be back here uh, at about 2.30. We'll go over as many as, as, as many stocks as we can, many symbols as we can. And uh so I will, uh, so everybody, uh, happy trading. I'm glad that, uh, you know, it, it, we're, we're in, in a confirmed uptrend, but be very careful. It's still not a really powerful uptrend, but we are in a confirmed uptrend. So we can possibly come up from out of cash. I'm, I still have cash uh, into a full, uh, you know, into a fully invested state. So um, until tomorrow at 2.30, happy trading and uh, hope everyone is well.